Welcome to Shenanigans. Hey, hey, it's Aisha. Hey, it's Jenny. Yo, baby, what's up? It's Tyra. And we are a dose of melanin empowerment that is a reminder of how bomb you are and how dope you can be. Featuring edutainment about beauty, life, and health mixed with a true depiction of how strong she can be. Welcome to the podcast. Welcome back to Shenanigan. Hi. Hi. Never mind. I don't know the song that popped in my head. Oh, so, so, what You know what I'm talking about? I feel like I know what song you're talking about. I don't remember I like, like, what it is. Some shit. Yes. Yeah, oh, yeah. well, that's what popped you in my were... head when you said, hey, like that. Oh, I was just going to keep rolling with it. Oh, okay. Like I always do. You weren't going to sing along with me. No, so. I was just going to make up my own song. Got it. Welcome Got it. back. To another Thursday bum, 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 bum. with your favorite ladies, the yes. strength of she. <laughs> Jenny's over us. I wish I had a. I I don't know. We already have an intro song. But I wish I had an intro rap that I could put like our names in it. Hey. Mm. Oh, hey. Y'all know I can't hey. rap now. Hey. I just can sing. Hey. Jenny a rapper, what you got for us? She got bars, let us hear it. <laughs> Yo, no rhymes popped in my head. Like, zero rhymes. Damn. I wish I could have seen the look of defeat on her face when she realized them words didn't rhyme together. No rhymes. Popped in my head. Damn. Ooh. Usually a lot better than that. You know, I'm a songwriter during the day. And I just really. Songwriter. Yes. And she dances. I'm a writer, and sometimes I write fucking songs. Oh, really? <laughs> like, that us? Yes. Oh, okay. I talk, so, all those songs that you be this. singing? Like, you we be- talked about this because we talked about me singing songs and people be like, What song are you singing? I'd be like, It's an original. Y'all don't remember me saying that? No, I remember you saying it, but I didn't know you were an actual songwriter. <laughs> Jennifer. <laughs> You're trying it. She she is songwriter by day and dancer by night. I okay. am because I was getting it. Okay. <laughs> getting it tonight. I just need y'all to come to class with me so y'all can witness. No, you say this, but you don't come. Because you don't tell me until after you done already posted it. Well, let's. Do you work next Monday? Yes. You work next Tuesday? No, but I'm going to be drunk because it's St. Patrick's Day. It's okay. Yeah, count me out. But it's at 6 30. But I'm hosting a party. You hosting a party? (laughs) (laughs) Yes. That. Well, I mean, oh. I guess people do drink early. Well, because it, 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 no, Mm-mm. no, before she start Mm-mm. tripping, Mm-mm. before she start tripping, nope. five girls in my job are getting married this year. So each, oh, we wow. usually do a joint thing. Mm-hmm. Like two years ago, it was four girls that got married. So we did a joint bachelorette and we did uh, the handlebar. Mm-hmm. So this year it's five girls. We're doing it on St. Patty's Day. So we having a little something at somebody's house, mm-hmm. and then I'm making them do a scavenger hunt mm-hmm. around the city the or the just, house. Just, just on um, Georgia Street. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. 
so yeah before she start tripping mm. it's for my nurse friends okay mm-hmm. so i'll be drunk and so i can't go to class because i'll be looking like a fucking fool i go to class drunk all the time <sighs> i have more confidence when i go after i leave the bar <laughs> how about thursday i work okay i'm over it so <laughs> saturday saturday at 11 which saturday next saturday uh next saturday i ain't gonna be here hmm. i'm booked and busy baby well excuse me you know, you know i give up y'all heard it y'all I got places i'm just going be. to have to have someone record me and then i'm gonna <laughs> post it on the fucking shenanigans I'm about page to put so that y'all can see oh because i'm busy baby get her i come to one of your classes you just gotta no i just told you all the days i am preoccupied those days Come monday tuesday thursday monday, tuesday, saturday thursday, and technically friday and saturday oh wow so all week basically mm-hmm. well, other than wednesday and sunday mm. okay i don't go all those days i go when i don't have tris okay we'll figure it out no y'all won't okay so y'all heard it but we'll we'll see i told her i would come okay. and support her okay. and i'm gonna put her on I'll come and record you for Tyra. Please record me. Come. Please come. Please come and record. I'm I'm actually kind of serious about that, but I'll tell y'all like which ones I want you to record though. Okay. Yeah. We'll put you. On Where are you gonna put it at? I told you oh, on, the shenanigans, on the shenanigans. Oh, page. okay. And yeah, on Instagram. I'm gonna see. You know she been talking about dancing for. I yeah. know. She honey okay. Daniels. I am. <laughs> like I was fucking honey Daniels today. Like I had three girls behind me that I was that I was instructing. What's your favorite move? Because they couldn't see the choreographer. And I was killing it. What's your favorite move? I don't have this one. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I'll, I'll I'll make y'all do one with me. I got I got I I know them by heart. We'll do one tonight. Yeah, the lady that's in the courtroom and her face is like <laughs> <laughs> That's the face I just made. <laughs> you know who I'm talking about? The lady got caught cheating. Mm-mm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> is that what it's from? Yeah, she got caught cheating. Oh, and like, her side dude was on the stand talking like, about. Yeah, my woman. Yep. What? And she, I take her, her emotionally, mentally. <laughs> Physical. All of that. Jenny know it by heart. Jenny know it by heart. And she was like, and the was like, Mrs. Sosa, when's the last time did you sleep with her? This morning. This morning. <laughs> and it's her and face. Like, <laughs> <laughs> never, never in life was a baby. Yeah, like that. Yeah, that's her. That is her man. Her side man is her man. And he, she said and they had sex that morning, and she just looked like. Shut up! I didn't know what it was from. That's exactly. I didn't know. I didn't know it either until I actually. Because I, I watch, like judge shows, so until I actually seen it. Hush. But yeah, until I actually said I was, I was dying. This boy like, I went to school with was on Judge Judy yesterday. What? He was on Judge Judy yesterday. It was all over Facebook. Keisha Keisha sent me fucking. Oh, was he sitting with somebody? He was being sued for not paying rent to his best friend. His best friend let him move in for a while while he was getting settled. His best friend's playing buoyant. Okay, and so he was flipping his it was entertaining is what i'm trying to say so i'm not trying to be offensive i'm just yeah. saying it was entertaining mm-hmm. and so he was like yeah because i gave him everything that he got 
da 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 Oh my God. But both their cases got dismissed. So anyway. <laughs> well, there's that. They should have went somewhere else. Judge you know Judge Judy don't be playing. playing. She don't. Now she retiring. I know. My sister going to send me an article in the, uh, the headline said Judge <laughs> Judy did. <laughs> so I was like, I was like, oh no, I can't take this today. I'm no Judge Judy. <laughs> Oh, breathe, 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 breathe sister, breathe. Please do not pass out. Breathe. Yeah, Aisha, you know that that saying that I laugh until I, I can pass out. That legit be happening to her. And oh no, she won't stop laughing. And I just don't have time for that today. So <laughs> she legit will pass out. Yo, my sister sent me that article and I was like. She died. <laughs> He's like, yeah. My brother, what? my brother <laughs> Who is trying to kill off this Judy? First of all. The gossip laws, man. My brother says fake news, right? <laughs> my sister's like, oh no, it's real. And so she says another one. And she was like, yeah, her show, her show came, her show ended. And I was like, bitch, what? <laughs> But <laughs> they used the headline like Judge Judy, Judy did, did, but they meant Judge Judy, Judy the show. show. <laughs> <laughs> I Aww. died. I thought I'm blocking her for the rest of the <laughs> Oh my God. Wow. Wow. First of all, y'all never tell them about me passing out while I'm I, Because. Because. Y'all thought it was about to happen. I did. I thought she was about to be down. Yo, I couldn't breathe. Stress. All right, y'all funny. Ooh. Let's just jump right into this episode, shall we? Oh, All right. What are we talking about today? Well, got a got nice little icebreaker for you. Oh. You found out you have a superpower that only lasts for ten minutes every day. What's your superpower? Hmm. I would be invisible. Oh, that's what I was gonna say. You why, would you, why would you be because when people talking to me i'm about to disappear like <laughs> I, what nope i'm we're done talking now i say that often when i don't want to talk to people anymore oh yeah i do Tyra. i'm done talking about this right now and then I, then poof i'm out of here i don't mean would you just rude. like would you gradually go invisible would or would you like be like and then smoke. Yes, yes. <laughs> Give me oh, the smoke. Oh my gosh. I just want to disappear sometimes. I think that would be some mm. good self care. If I could just poof for 10 minutes a day, mm. that'd be my meditation. Yeah. I, I, I really wouldn't do it if somebody was. Not be your meditation. Yeah. I would just be, just disappear. Just be floating in the air. I don't know where I would be, but it won't be here. Oh my gosh. What about you now? <sighs> I don't I don't know if it's called like a shapeshifter but like I can like jump places like be here but like jump to like a different country like you want to like, like teleport and shit. Yeah. yeah but you only got it for 10 minutes that's that ain't bad yeah. though 10 minutes to teleport I mean you only get it, it for 10 minutes so you can go to another country for 10 minutes and then you, you gotta, gotta come, come back. back I mean you like it's a little break because yeah. otherwise, Jenny ain't going to go. You know, listen. We, <laughs> we just listen, talked about that. Listen, so, listen. Jenny won't be going. 
otherwise so that might work for you you know i wish that you know i hope that i have it soon so i can teleport to las vegas oh i hope you do <laughs> teleport because you're going you're going is that gonna be your so ride I can't, so y'all can't say oh he doesn't go nowhere at least i was there for you, 10 minutes oh that's all she needs that's all she needs that's all she want to do stop because you know i, I said what's your superpower and i'll be having to work like, i haven't even said anything about having nothing to do no no um mine would be reading what you say Mm-mm. oh reading people minds oh no i don't want that power because i'd be in fall you see, i was i would i would be fighting minutes. a lot of people because here's the thing ninjas be lying they do mm, and they i do. and i just need you know when i'm with them for 10 minutes to hear what's really mm-hmm. going through their mind so i know how i need to navigate mm-hmm. i would be fighting a lot of people i feel like <laughs> Yeah, a lot of people will be getting beat up. Mm-hmm. I don't want to know. I don't want to know what you're thinking. Just don't even. No, I want to know. The only thing with that, like, I don't know. Like, I feel like I would kind of, I would appreciate knowing what, what somebody's thinking, but I would kind of go crazy because I have my own thoughts and I'm like having to deal with other people's thoughts. And I feel like <laughs> it'll be too much. How does she just become overwhelmed? <laughs> <laughs> my superpower. <laughs> No, and because it just I triggered thought, her anxiety. No, 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 because I thought about that one. <laughs> like I had thought about, like, well, what if I could read people's thought? Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, yeah. I don't. I wouldn't want to. Oh, yeah, Y'all yeah. saw that movie that the remake that Taraji did? Uh, mm-hmm. What oh, men want? Yeah, it's real good. It? Yeah, yeah, it's cute. But yeah, I don't want the superpower. It's power. funny. It's a lot funnier. I mean, I expect it to be funny, but it's a lot funnier than what I expected. Mm-hmm. Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't want to know. Oh. Is it? Know. Oh, I'll watch it then. I'll yeah. be slapping Mm-mm. quite pooty tanging everybody. <laughs> <laughs> Never seen that. They didn't hear. Let's just keep going. Aisha ain't never seen Pootie Tang if you didn't hear you that. You didn't have to Pootie Tang! I ain't seen that movie in a long time. Nick tried to get me to watch it. I was uninterested. It's hilarious. It's okay. It's not my type of humor. Maybe I did watch it. <sighs> I, he would like karate shit. Oh, you probably mm-hmm. watched some of it. I probably watched yeah. some of it. Not much. Do you remember Dirty D? Biggie Shorty? Oh, yeah, I ain't seen that before. Yeah. <laughs> no, yeah, I'm like, she don't remember Biggie Shorty. And... What's that? If I had a superpower for 10 minutes, I would want Aisha to watch a black movie Here just like go. the highlight Here so she would go. know. No. Mm, wonderful. Every day I just give you 10 minutes. Here you go. Here you go. 10 minutes snippet. Yeah. Here you go. Keisha asked me about some movie earlier, and I was like, mm, nope. no." I, that's why I don't even be asking movie icebreaker questions because <laughs> I don't even want to waste my damn time. That's terrible. Mm-mm. I know it's okay. We don't have to talk about them. I mean, just be prepared for me to say Caucasian movies. That's all right. Ain't nothing wrong with that. Caucasian movies too. Ain't nothing wrong with little Caucasian movies now. (laughs) Little Anglo-Saxon movies. (laughs) Anglo-Saxon. Yeah, it's a little white movies. Real white. White. (laughs) (laughs) You know, I like me a little rom-com. I love. That's actually my favorite movie. Rom coms. Yes. Rom, they're cute. I love them, and they make me cry. Oh. I like comedies and suspenseful movies, but mm-hmm. now I watch scary movies all the time. Do you? Yes. Are you going to see Candyman? Yes. 
I think I'm a little too scared. I, I might be too much of a bitch for that. I don't think I'm. I don't think my cloth cut that way. I really want to go seat at the drive-in. Mm. Yeah. Be sitting outside. Uh huh. Uh uh. Nope. Because somebody got one time to knock on my window playing right. with me. No, we gonna be in the boxing. back of homeboy's truck. He got a truck. We can make a bed. That's even worse. It's like I can't. I'm out yeah. in the open. Out in the open in the yeah. element. Tyra, please tell me when you do this so that I can pray. Are you going you. during the day? No. Oh, they ain't open. oh I'm toting. Okay. Don't worry about it. Don't. Oh, that seems like that would be fun, though. Yeah, I'm toting. Don't even worry about it. to carry, okay? Oh, I want to go sit. And I'm, I really want to go sit because of Jordan Peele being a producer. Yeah. Yes, and the black woman is directing it. Yeah. yeah. So, and, and all his movies that he's put it. out mm-hmm. so far has been really good. It's always had some type of like twist to it. Yeah. Even though we've seen Yeah, have you have you seen Candyman? Yeah, yeah, it's fine. I did. And okay. I was scared, and that's why I, we, I was so were. scared because we were. And kids. then I rewatched it, and I was like, "What the fuck is this? This movie is not." Oh, scary. I never rewatched it. No, we did not that long ago. But I watched it like maybe a couple months ago. And I, I did too. Kinda, no, I wasn't. Well, it's probably because I mean, well, I watched I was it like, by myself. Though, but it wasn't like at night. It was like I had a light on. I need all the lights. Uh-uh. They had scary. The they had jumpy parts, but it's like Mm-mm. it's like what is this? It's not as scary as I thought it was. When no, I was a child. that shit's scary. Tyra. Wait, because what's? Well, never mind. Gonna get off today. Was Candyman a slave? Yeah. Okay. Yes, he was. Candyman was a slave. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Was he a slave or was he just a black man that got lynched? No, I think he was. I thought he was a slave. I'm pretty sure he was a slave. I didn't feel like it dated back that far. Well, Candyman's supposed to be old. Right, 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 yeah, right, right, yeah. right, 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 right. He right. was old. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 He was he's a slave. Like, yeah, I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, he, yeah, I can't remember. I'm pretty positive. I just remember the lynching part. But that man that that's playing yeah, that yeah. Yeah, yeah. that's his name yeah, yeah. yeah. this nigga's name is yeah yeah and when i followed I, him on everything <laughs> and i be screenshotting his pictures because he's fine he's fine he's fine i've really gotten into these chocolate jobs lately and they could never mind this must be very inappropriate <laughs> oh i think i know where you was going with that one yeah i'm like a shade you know you know mm. you know mm. The chocolates, they be out there, too. Mm, they be out looking there. Good. Looking good. Mm, mm, mm. All right. Speaking of hot, our hot topic. <laughs> What's our hot topic, Aisha? Aisha. Kristen. Yeah. Oh, wonderful. We have the wonderful opportunity to chat with... Kristen Lampkin today. Um, Kristen is like your, well, she's like your HR lady, first Mm -hmm. of all. She is like an HR guru. Mm -hmm. She's a mompreneur. uh, And she can help you get your LinkedIn life together. Mm -hmm. If you are looking for a job and you don't know why people are not hitting your line back, maybe you need to check your digital presence. Hmm. Um, she can also help you get your resume together too. Uh, she's out here fixing people's lives like Ayan Lau here with their career okay. lives. Um, but we are chatting with her today about uh, how women can navigate their careers and be a little bit more proactive in the workplace. Um, you know, of course, with it being 
Women's History Month, it's so important to kind of tune in to the issues that we still have to deal with and the wage gaps are real and they happen and you know women are getting promoted a lot less and 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 climbing the ladder a lot less than men are so we get to chat with Kristen about that so let's get her in yeah so go ahead and tell (laughs) us who you are and what it is that you do okay Um, Well, my name is Kristen Lampkin. Um, I also go by HR Guru. That's my new, like, tag. Um, Love it. I am a Kristen. I'm a wife. I'm a mother. And I am a career woman. And so for my professional, uh, for my profession, I work at JD Finish Line and Human Resources, where I help retain and also assist with attracting talent. Okay, okay, cool. And I, yes, and I just launched my website, so I also um, do help people elevate their career through their LinkedIn and resume. Yes, so, saw that. Um, it looks bomb. <laughs> Thank you. So if you all need that assistance or know someone, let me know. Um, I've definitely realized so many people have a need, and I always share that. Sometimes it's not necessarily you're looking for a job, but maybe you want to get on a board. Maybe you want to just work on your professional brand. Um, So it's important. Very important. Well, Kristen, just to kind of let you know uh, what we've been up to. Last week, we launched our uh, campaign, our first campaign for the year, and it's called Black and Woman. And yes, and so it's all about exactly what it sounds like being black and being a woman and everything in between and the intersectionality of it all. And something that we really wanted to focus on within the black woman and the woman area of it all was just really how we go about navigating our careers and and not asking for what we should ask for and just everything that comes along with that so that is kind of what we wanted to chat with you about today and we do have a couple of questions uh to jump in with it all right so our, our first question is what are some general issues that women are facing in the workplace today and what are some major wins that we have going for us so i always like to start with the positive um i would say so one of the things just looking at just the corporate America in general, um, McKinsey Company just actually released that we have more representation of women in C-suite, so it's increased to like 24%. Um, and so they study several companies and get a lot of feedback. So I think one of the things that is really good that women need to celebrate is that we are advancing in our careers. Although there's mm-hmm. still a huge opportunity, um, for companies to have more women in leadership, uh, we are making some headway. Mm-hmm. And so um, I want to definitely share that. Um, but the other side note is it's still a struggle for women of color. For sure. Mm-hmm. So although women are moving up, women of color are still slowly moving up. I mean, it's evident if you look at how many CEOs do we have at Fortune 500 companies. Mm-hmm. Um, last year we had one woman of color um so and um she was an asian american so um we still have a long way to go but i do have hope um because i believe that um organizations that's one thing i was going to say is that organizations are recognizing the importance of inclusion diversity and the voice of the woman 
Um, and as we know, as black women, we have the highest buying power. We spend the most money. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so exactly. organizations are recognizing that as well. So it's important to have not only, I mean, Charlamagne just had released this comment saying that it's not enough just to have someone like Sierra as your person as your influencer but it's important to have creatives at the table and so one of the things I have seen and been hearing even in locally in Indianapolis and in the United States is that we are having more seats at the table and bringing that um, power so um, one of the questions you asked is what is some things women are facing they're facing having a seat at the table mm-hmm. um, women are also facing you know balance right Mm -hmm. Uh, is there a balance i always say it's more like life integration (laughs) integrating things into your life um it's nothing's ever perfect one thing always suffers in some sense um and so i think that's one of the challenges women are facing and then the mommy guilt right Mm -hmm. um and even if you aren't have you're not married or don't have kids doesn't mean that you don't have a life outside of work and you're still trying to struggle are, are you know having issues with balancing as well? I am right there. Look, Jenny's like you <laughs> preaching to the choir over here. <laughs> so you talked. I know, a, we often forget that. <laughs> yeah, you talked a little bit about um, you know women uh, not being able to or not moving up as fast as maybe like their counterparts, especially like women of color. Um, and I know that's a lot that we talk about at our at our at the company I work for. What are some different things that women can do to kind of uh, pitch themselves to be promoted or to be moved into a higher ranking position? Um, so one of the things I always tell people it's important to research um, and know your information. So uh, one thing we often hear about us millennials is that we want the next thing but we haven't really perfected the current job. Mm. So I think it's also just kind of really evaluating yourself and being real with yourself. Like, I want to do this, but and where am I at? Have I demonstrated that I'm ready for the next level based off my performance? Mm-hmm. Um, and so I think it's that's important to understand that. Um, and then if you are wanting, you realize, okay, I have, I am meeting the expectations and I'm ready to elevate um, one thing I think is important is that I tell people to have an advocate. And so sometimes people confuse mentor and advocate. Mm-hmm. So an advocate mm-hmm. is someone that when you're not in the room, is speaking up and bringing your name up. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so, um, and often those relationships are formed by the work that you do and that you've been able to demonstrate that you're doing great things for an organization. Um, so I think having an advocate is essential. Is essential. And another thing too is really... Um, looking at what skills are needed for you to go to that next level right yeah and so utilizing not necessarily all the time asking for the next level but kind of seeing okay what do I want to work on so then I'm able to pitch it so you know I've demonstrated that I've been meeting expectations and then I've been going above and beyond by taking on these responsibilities and demonstrating that I am ready because based off what you shared with me, these are the things that are needed to move up in the organization and I have demonstrated it through these things. Right, for sure. If that makes sense. And so I think that coming to the table, unfortunately, you know, often women are looked at for what they can do, not their potential as their counterparts. Mm -hmm. And so I think it's important to really be um, demonstrating that and having being able to speak to it and then also researching because um, you talked about negotiating right 
sometimes people don't realize not necessarily negotiating money is the only thing but mm-hmm. what about flexible mm-hmm. schedules mm-hmm. like can i work from home a few days out the week um you know uh, is there other areas that i can be compensated is there a bonus or stock to consider? yeah i hear mm-hmm. people requesting like extra vacation and i i'm like i never do that but i always hear people some people especially males uh, that I work with, yeah. they're like, oh, yeah, I asked them for an extra week. And I'm like, oh, oh okay, yeah. must be nice. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So sometimes you got to get creative and really looking at the whole package and see, you know, is that something I want to negotiate? Um, and, there's, and I always tell people, there's nothing, the worst thing somebody can tell you is no. And I never settle for no the first time, right? You can mm-hmm. need to maybe approach things differently. So also stay encouraged if you approach a conversation and they say no at this time. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just sometimes it's approaching it in a different way. Yeah. Okay. So I know I'm currently in this situation where it's like I'm trying to decide if I want to move on to another career or kind of figuring out what I want to do, um, especially after graduating from grad school last year. Um, but what are some signs that... <laughs> what are some signs that... Um, that someone should um, acknowledge or notice um, that it's time for them to move from a job? So one of the things I always share with people is that it's it's not a general thing. I think it's more so the person, right? And so what matters to you? So for me, um, I have core values. And so those, if I'm in an organization and I feel like those things are being compromised, I don't feel that's not the right organization for me. Mm-hmm. And so I can only speak to like for me what would make me leave an organization if I feel like that I'm not valued. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I'll tell you too, me doing exit interviews for several organizations, one thing, a common thing I hear is that people are leaving because of their leadership. Mm-hmm. That's for sure. I always hear I they don't leave, people don't leave jobs, they leave uh, their boss. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're leaders. So if someone doesn't have a strong leader, that can truly impact them in their workspace, right? And so I think it's like, what matters to you? Does it matter that the work you're doing matters? Does it matter the way that you're being treated? Um, and so I often tell people, I have, I am paying back <laughs> my student loan. So, and I went to school and therefore I'm not gonna work anywhere that I don't wanna be. Because I mean, I've worked too hard to go to school. Cause like you said, you know, you're about to graduate from grad school as, and I have my master's. I've worked too hard for my education and work experience for me to stay somewhere visible. Yeah. Now, mm-hmm. I don't believe in just leaving without a plan. So I think you should always have a plan B, mm-hmm. um, even when your plan A is excellent. Sure. And so plan yeah. B doesn't necessarily mean you have your next job, but your brand is ready. So if something were to come about, that you would be ready for that next opportunity. Mm-hmm. That's good. You uh, Speaking of brands, because you kind of talked about it when you talked uh, spoke about pitching yourself and um, moving up. How can women who are not used to like building brands and it feels more common now with social media, like everybody has a brand, but you know, creating your (laughs) own personal brand within the workplace. How, how can women go about that? So I I always tell people, uh, one of my peers, she always has like as each department having what you want to be known for. So I think that's for your personal brand too. What do you want to be known for? Are you known for, always executing are you known for a timely response so i think that goes along with your personal brand of how you want to be known in the workspace 
And so um, by doing that, you need to demonstrate it. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, but I think that you'll hear people often say that about certain people like, oh, my gosh, she always responds all the time. Or you'll hear he's late to every meeting. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and so I always tell people your personal brand is not just um, it's kind of the work that you do as well as the way that you carry yourself within the organization, yeah. um, especially being a woman of color. I'm a, I often talk to women of color is just certain things we just can't do mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> right <laughs> you know <laughs> and that's just being honest and, and and i just think about that too just how are you perceived in the workplace um and so you want to always keep in mind about the work that you're delivering and also just about your professionalism with your attire as well mm-hmm. that's all i was gonna say mm-hmm. we cannot wear what uh everybody everybody elsewhere (laughs) 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 you know that's something i mean just that's just the reality of it and although everyone may not judge but still some people do we judge each other as women sometimes so (laughs) of color so just being aware of just your whole overarching so the work that you're doing um, and what you're known for and also too part of your personal brand um i remember um Nicole Wilson came and spoke to my organization and she talked about some of her opportunities didn't just come from the work she was doing within the workspace Mm -hmm. but also because of the work she was doing outside of her workspace so her being involved in the community someone happened to know her CEO and was like do you know Nicole Wilson and you need to get to know her and this was another executive at another organization Mm -hmm. because they heard of her receiving an award so that's also part of your brand, what you're doing in the community, because not everything you do at work may not always get you to do the passion and things that you're doing. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like the podcast that you all do. That's something that's outside, but someone may hear like, did you know? Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. that Tyra does this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We'd be like, now don't go listen. Right. <laughs> you know, don't go listen, but yeah, but still, you know, you just yes. never know. Yeah, that's good. So I also say just thinking about what you do inside and outside of the work. And I always tell people, no matter what, your brand is your personal brand. So even if you're not just representing the organization, but you're representing yourself inside and outside of the workspace. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, so um, as a woman, what are some rights that we have when it comes to like health and motherhood that we always don't understand or request at work? And how can we do better about that? Um, so I think one of the key things is meeting with your benefits department. Every organization is different on what they offer their employees. Mm-hmm. Um, so, for instance, when it comes to maternity leave, understanding that process of do I get 12 weeks? Can I get an additional you know, couple of weeks and still be you know, covered by, by, my, by my rights? Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that's one of the things, too. Also seeing if there's a flexible schedule. Um, For instance, I work from home on Thursdays. um, And that was something that I asked um, for when I had, um, when I had my rainbow baby. So I um, had a miscarriage at five months. And after that, I asked to have a work from home day. Mm. Um, And I think that was more for my mental health piece. And Mm -hmm. because I was still able to execute and my work allowed me to. So I always tell people too that, not everything is a right. Some things are a privilege, mm-hmm. right? So um, you have to be demonstrating that you're excelling in your current role to maybe be a mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. And understanding the, co- I mean, it goes back to what you were saying about understanding the company you work for too. Like yes. just certain companies value, um, you know, parenthood mm-hmm. and motherhood a little differently yeah. and, and so offer more, and yeah, like especially like your kids sick and, mm-hmm. you know, you can, you just find out yes. how, where your company values and like your boss's values lie when you have those type of family mm-hmm. emergencies that come up. I agree a hundred percent. Like, you know, like I shared that I had a miscarriage of five months um, a few years ago and the way that my company showed up for me and were just there so supportive. Um, and then recently my husband had, has been in and out the hospital. And so mm-hmm. being able to work from the hospital, had, you know, those are things that are important for me from the organization. Yeah. You know, I always mm-hmm. tell people, yes, you can probably leave and go make more money somewhere. Mm-hmm. But look at the holistic approach. Like, okay, what about the flexibility? What about the leadership that I work under? Like, there's a lot of factors to take in consideration because the grass is not always greener. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that is so right. So right. And sometimes we think that we think that we have those times where we're frustrated. I always tell people I don't make decisions like say something happens and I'm not happy. I don't make a decision in that moment. I, I you know, I want to process it and make sure I'm not making an emotional decision. I'm looking at it factual. Yes, thank you. So we know no that uh, you are on a time crunch this evening. So we just have one more question yes. for you. Okay. Um, how can <laughs> how can women remain confident in a male dominated career yes. field? Yes, um, I, field, and I think majority of the fields are that way, right? Mm-hmm. And so, um, like I said, we are making you know progress, but we still have a long way to go. Um, so I think one of the things that impacts us sometimes is anxiety and our confidence, right? And so one thing that's kind of helped me is having um, female mentors that have been like successful um, at different layers and then their career. Mm -hmm. And I always tell people sometimes, not everyone's meant to be your mentor. (laughs) You know, I talk to some women and you know, they're like, oh, you know, you can miss your kid's first birthday, not a big deal. That is not how I would operate. Right. So they're a great mentor for someone, but not for someone like me. Mm-hmm. And so I think having female mentors that align what's important to you, right? So no matter what, my husband and my son are my top priority. Yeah. So I want to make sure I have female mentors that demonstrate both at the same time mm-hmm. because then I can know what I need to do in my career. Um, another thing, too, is also changing how we process like negative feedback mm-hmm. i think um that's one thing that we kind of um separate like i said the emotions out of things sometimes um can impact us in the workspace um and so um just kind of rethinking how maybe certain things are given so if someone comes to me uh, about maybe an area of opportunity instead of like always like beating myself up about it or like thinking negative finding someone that's strong in that area and learning from them. Mm-hmm. Great Because often we don't really utilize like the people around us to help empower us to be stronger. Yeah, and that can be within your field or it cannot be. I yeah. think that sometimes yeah. we, we often gravitate towards people who are doing the exact, exact same thing as us, but just finding a female leader, um, you know, is yeah. important in general. Yes, agreed. And then someone that can, you know, be honest with you about things. You know, I have um, 
there's a lady named Carolyn, Carolyn Down Higgins, and she is such a phenomenal speaker. She's just a dynamic woman, and she talks about having a board of directors. Mm-hmm. And so you don't want the like I don't want the same people that I'm going to that are just like me. I want I try to surround myself with people that are different than me, mm-hmm. um, so that I can think differently. Because say you have a supervisor that is complete opposite of you, it's important to have someone that's close to you that kind of has those same characteristics because you can learn how to you know communicate and maybe be able to do things differently and be vulnerable with someone that's not your supervisor to give you feed, you know feedback on how to approach that conversation that may be difficult yeah that's yeah. good that's good well thank yeah, you I so think sometimes we don't think about that Thank you so much for talking with us. We really appreciate all these tips. Yes, awesome tips. Tell our listeners one more time where they can find you. Yes, so uh, my social media is Kristen Lampkin underscore on Instagram. Uh, Please visit my website, KristenLampkin.com. And then um, I am um, on Twitter, but I don't tweet as much. But I'm <laughs> That's all right. On there as well. <laughs> um, and then on LinkedIn as well. Um, Kristen Lampkin on LinkedIn. Um, I always am posting and engaging on there. So um, definitely appreciate you all thinking of me. And congratulations again on all the successful things you all have been accomplishing and just uplifting and empowering women. Um, we need to see more of this. So thank you all for being who you ladies are oh thank Thank you you. so much well it was lovely talking to you we will let you go because we know you're a busy busy woman oh thank you i appreciate it it's mommy bedtime now the life of a career mommy oh yeah i understand understand bye thank you bye bye all right it's time for our segment what we gonna do what we gonna do it's time to be well and it's time to be loved and mm-hmm. it's time to be you mm-hmm. and we're gonna kick it off with our be well segment where we're gonna inhale the good <sighs> shit and we're gonna exhale the <sighs> bullshit all of and it. yes i'm gonna get all of you fine people uh ready and equipped to show up as your best self to work oh, so when y'all like get up in the morning do you just like get up and go to work you have like a morning routine like how you get your mind right before you go to work you know i kind of gave up on my morning routine because i always wake up late because i go to bed late Mm -hmm. so uh that doesn't really happen to me okay uh so i'm good to get up and put makeup on if i put makeup on it's a really good day um (laughs) and get out the door but i try to get my mind right like in the car on my way out uh we're just listening to some good music to set the tone of my day so if i got like a lot of meetings it's real live mm-hmm. and a little ratchet if i'm just trying to work on some things with myself then it's real mellow and calm sleepy music as you would call it <laughs> um and yeah so i just kind of set the tone of my day like that nice jenny what you do you get up and just go you gotcha. yes so <sighs> Yeah, most of the time I get up and go. I mean, I'll do like, you know, the little stuff like, you know, shower or, you know, put makeup on. But most of the time, like, I don't usually get up ahead of time to actually do the things that I want to do. Um, So, I mean, I would like to have like an actual morning routine because I think that's 
a thing or issue or of why I always feel like I'm constantly on the go because I'm not like allowing myself to like pause before mm-hmm. I go um you know bef- I mean after I wake up before I get my day started or like pause before we're going straight to bed so that's something that I want to start doing or working yeah, towards I gotta be at work at 7 a.m <laughs> <laughs> so I look like I've rolled out of bed when oh I get boy. there mm-hmm. however my hair was the night before is probably how it looks when I go to work mm-hmm. And I might like feeling my eyebrows because you know that takes me ten seconds. It's just like, yeah, pfft. I will. Yeah, my brows. I put, put some mascara on. so I can mm-hmm. look alive. A little lip. But other than that, I don't. Do, I got some gloss. Yeah. But other than that, I be looking real natural. Like, yeah. I'm pretty sure natural. when like my people find my Instagram, they don't think I'm the same person. <laughs> yeah, when my coworkers <laughs> started seeing me on. Like Facebook and Instagram, mm-hmm. they were like, "Who is this person? <laughs> Where is this makeup? Like, yeah. what? What? Who are mm-hmm. you?" Yeah. Yes. So, but I don't have a morning routine there because it's too early. But I'm gonna give you some tips on how you can, you know, get your mind right before you go to work. It doesn't really require like an intense routine because that's not realistic for me to go to work. But. Mm-hmm. One day, well, one week I was having like a really, really good week at work. And I was like, why do I feel so good? And then I had to think about like, what did I do mm-hmm. that was different that made mm-hmm. me feel so good? So the first thing I did was I got enough sleep, Aisha. Oh. I actually did. That's wonderful. I, <laughs> How many hours is that? Like seven. Okay. You know. Sometimes I do six. Uh, on a regular day, I do like six. Oh, probably. okay. I've been doing six lately. Mm-hmm. But, um... <laughs> But, yeah. Now, you know, one day I just got like seven. I don't know. I just didn't wake up sleepy. I was yeah. refreshed. You know, that made me feel good. Um, The second thing that I did or that I normally do is uh, have like some type of morning devotional or mantra if I'm moving. Mm-hmm. You know, I got to be quick. Um, I follow a page, I think, on Twitter that's like I am. And every day they tweet like I am mm. mantra. Mm-hmm. So I have like their notifications on. And then I look at that every day. Um, and then I have a book called A Year of Miracles. And they do like spiritual little devotions mm-hmm. that I can like quickly read. I may not read it like right before I go to work. But yeah. if I'm at the nurse's station trying yeah. to organize my day, I might look at it real quick. Is it like an app? It's a book. Oh, mm-hmm. I know they. I'm sure they. I know that they have like affirmation and mantra apps, but it's a yeah. book. But it's a uh, digital, so it's on my phone, oh, so I can look at it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Um, the third thing that I do, which may be harder for some people, um, but I am able to separate my personal life and my professional life. Mm-hmm. Um, so I mean, I am friends with some of my coworkers, mm-hmm. you know, but I'm very like intentional about what they do know yeah. or which social media they can follow me on which is usually ones that I don't post a mm-hmm. lot of personal things so Twitter yeah. is completely off limits for any yeah, of my co-workers sure. then I do not have one or mm-hmm. I will block them <laughs> don't find me because yeah sometimes I block them for my Instagram story too it oh, just depends sure. yeah. yeah on what I'm posting um but like I don't even close friends it I just hide so yeah they can't even yeah they see can't see anything yep. yeah mm-hmm. that's me um but more so like i try not to take work home things with me i know some people can't do that Mm -hmm. so if you can't or if you do work from home at least designate like your actual work hours and just do work those hours and then when you're not you know when you're out of those hours then do your personal things Mm -hmm. 
Um, the, another thing that I do is I made a morning playlist. So sometimes I listen to worship music or sometimes I just listen to music that makes me feel good. Like Miguel. Um, but just the, sometimes it is made in the stallion. Yeah. Sometimes I'm listening to songs about selling drugs. You know. Because it be just like motivate me, you know. Oh, oh, oh. It just motivate me to get on my grind. Because oh. what they be talking about hitting the block. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, oh, I, oh, you know? oh. <laughs> and I feel like, you know. Gotta have just, a balance. Yeah. Yeah. So it's different, different days, mm-hmm. but I'm working on a feel good playlist of songs like How Many Drinks by Miguel mm-hmm. is on there. And yeah, some Janae songs, you know, that just make you feel happy, yeah. you know, like Frontin' by Pharrell is on there. That's all just makes me feel good. Mm-hmm. So maybe I'll, that. you know, tweet out my little playlist. Yeah. When I, I have finish a feel making good it. mix that's only Robin Thick. Robin Ooh, has I haven't heard very, Robin Thicke in a while. He I has like some Robin very Thicke. good feel-good songs, he and does. I just put them all in one place. What's your favorite, if you can think of any? Off, um, the, top of your head. off the top of my head, I can't think of I'm any. asking for a friend. No, just I want to know. Um, hold on, I can tell you in a second. You know what I know why you ain't heard from Robin Thicke? Because Robin Thicke went drug. outside. He the name that album Paula went on a yeah. tour. You said he, he went outside. Sad. Oh, mm-hmm. he did. He mm-hmm. named his album Paula. He tried <laughs> to get her back. He went on a whole tour and she ain't come back. He so has, he has the. He has a, a song called "Never Give Up." That's a good one. Um, or "Ask Myself." That's a good one. That was from the first second album. Um, first album, and then like. Can you believe that's? I'll just share this with you. It's just a few. It's only eleven songs, but they're just like feel good songs. Mm-hmm. Okay. I have a Chris Brown uh, playlist like that. Yeah. Cause one of my friends asked me my favorite song from each album uh-huh. by Chris Brown, and um, I just went through all his albums, and I was like, oh my god, I forgot about this song, mm. and I just started adding my favorite songs yeah. on there because I love Breezy. I do. And then the last thing is I tell myself that I can do anything for 12 hours. So, and I really mean that. I really wish I could tell y'all some of the shit that I do because nobody would even fully believe me. I don't think about all the Mm -hmm. shit that I do. But I'm like, you know what? I love my job. When I I say that people know that I'm about to do something crazy. Mm -hmm. um, Or I just say, you know what? I can do anything for 12 hours. This is only hard right now. Mm. And, you know, it's only 12 hours. Mm-hmm. I can knock it out. You know, one of my coworkers, she goes around saying, everything's fine. It's fine. <laughs> and so I repeat after, everything's fine. You're right. It's fine. <laughs> everything's fine. Yeah. So that's all my tips. So you can use those to just get your mind right before you walk into work gotta deal with the anglo-saxons oh gotta deal with men women all them personalities mm. you know people. all the people the emails your oh, leadership the emails. your bosses the, all the stuff mm. all the stuff thank you yeah thanks for coming to my ted talk oh i appreciated <laughs> it, it you're really welcome motivates me to Get my morning routine going. <laughs> You're gonna be on the struggle bus. I'm gonna... 
what you know mean? That? Yeah. yeah. He be on the struggle bus a lot. I know. <laughs> I don't I've understand. Been, I just don't I think understand. he drive it. I think I think she drives it, but I think that like she builds it. Like she builds the bus. Oh yeah. I think that and then she drives the bus. I think uh-huh. it, but then she's, she's the little, mechanic. And then it's she's a, the no, only it's passenger a on the no, bus. No. <laughs> yes. No. It's a little bit of both and it's a little bit of, you know, just life. Like, like the sign says Yenny's struggle bus. It does. Like we know. We know it's you. Ain't nobody else on there. Look, guys. It's just Yenny. Yenny. Here, here she go. Aisha's about to pass out. She has a hat she wears. Oh, she has a hat. She has a hat that says Yenny's struggle bus. Yenny's struggle bus. And her shirt says, hi, I'm Yenny. <laughs> Don't let her do you like this, okay? Shut up. I just can really truly picture this. It's, it's like, just the Virgo in her. It's the Virgo in all her. All the wheels are get. flat. <laughs> <laughs> so you're really not going anywhere. She's clowning no. you, bro. I know, right? Like, damn. She's clowning you. I just want you to get off the what bus. What color is the bus? Is it yellow? <laughs> it's yellow. Is it short? <laughs> no, it's a long bus. Oh, I'm That's glad a lot on seat. a short bus. That has more than enough seats, but it's just you on the bus. <laughs> you get off the struggle bus. Stop driving. No, I don't think you're trying to take the. I, but I am. I'm so mad. I'm visualizing it. It's like I'm just gonna. Don't let her do you like this. (laughs) I'm trying. No, you're not. I am. That's the loudest I've ever heard you be. (laughs) (laughs) You know what? Jenny talks like Janet Jackson. How Janet Jackson sings. I'm not coming back. <laughs> All right. I think I should whisper. <laughs> oh, shit. You said she talk like that. <laughs> yeah, she does. Because. Um, no. I'm dead. Because all I thought about, all I thought about was the memes that's been going around. You know how they mouths are. <laughs> Say, why did Janet and Michael always talk like they had something? In their mouth. <laughs> no, they said, why they always talk like they about to tell you a secret. <laughs> they do. They do. You know yeah. what? Oh, oh, man. Just hush. My sides hurt. <laughs> my mouth. Sorry, Jenny. Sorry. I wasn't trying to crack on you. I just was. Yes, she was. No, I wasn't. She said you talk like Jenny. You do. <laughs> How Jenny sing. But I don't. You gotta, I just talk like that on the podcast. She tries to talk loud. Yes, she did. <sighs> I just feel like I'm so loud. Well, I'm just so loud. I'm just so loud. I'm like yelling. All right, y'all. If I'm too mind. loud in y'all ears, blame it on Aisha. You got to turn oh. the bass down and the triple up on Jenny, okay? <laughs> blame it on me. Hey, Nia. guys, if I'm too loud, it ain't my know. fault. I, th- I just feel like I need to whisper. Am I being too loud? Am I being too loud? Hashtag Jenny's loud. <laughs> <laughs> I see y'all got jokes tonight. <laughs> Jenny's loud. Jenny's loud. Now, oh, I'm tweeting it. Yenny's loud. Oh man. See, I got jokes. Love you. Love you long time. Love you long time. Speaking of love, Aisha is gonna tell us how to be loved. I am. Yes, yes you, are. you are. Where we've arrived. <laughs> we have the arrived. The struggle bus has pulled up. I'm getting on. <laughs> no, you're supposed to be getting Jenny off oh, the bus. Oh, oh. The bus has made it to where we can be loved. She can get Love you, Jenny. She's going to teleport for 10 minutes. So, you know, oh, I guess she's a comedian tonight. <laughs> okay. 
You, here's the thing. You when know, I used to get cracking, she will try to go all I night. See, she do. I see. She do. She thinks she'd be funny. And then when you come back for her, uh-uh, I ain't got no more jokes. <laughs> I don't got no more. I'm done. You should have caught me at a good time. I got no more jokes. Sierra never called me. <laughs> Yo, she be cracking I on just people. Get on a good street. I just gotta keep. And she going. just keep going. Like mm, you can get on me. I keep it going. I'm here all night. So I ain't. <laughs> oh man! All right, this has been fun. Has <laughs> it? It's been fun for y'all. As you all laugh at my misery. Oh, we're not laughing at you, Jenny. We want Dramatic. you to get off. You're not laughing. You're laughing at me, huh? Yeah, we just want you to get off the bus. We need to talk a little bit louder. That's it. Hashtag get Jenny off the bus. Get Jenny off the <sighs> bus. Off the bus. Are you on Twitter? I'm gonna send you all these. Yeah, she on it. Am I on Twitter or do I get on? She Twitter? has a Twitter. There, that's the distinction. I'm trying to get on Twitter. Oh, oh Lord. Lord. So today on the Be Loved segment. <laughs> <clears throat> we're gonna talk about chakras but more specifically your heart chakra hmm the one that's probably blocked in my life not no, not no more not that's no more. exactly what we're talking about i don't I think mine is blocked no more my heart chakra is screwed okay like it's been screwed for a while like all the readings and direction and guidance i've received over the last year has all been around my heart chakra mm-hmm. but that makes sense mm-hmm. um so i wanted to talk about heart chakras and how you know if your heart chakra is blocked what do you guys what do you ladies think how can you identify if your heart chakra may be blocked hmm. or do you think about your chakras maybe we should start there do you think about your chakras at all or know them? I I think about them. Um, but honestly, like, I, I know a little bit about all of them, but I don't think I know enough to really know mm-hmm. um, or to be able to, like, if I'm feeling some type of way, know, okay, well, this, this you know, specific chakra is, like, you know, out of balance or knowing what to do to, like, help it. But when it comes to my heart chakra I can assume like right now I feel like it's probably blocked and I say that because I mean I don't think I've ever felt (laughs) the way I feel right now oh no (laughs) ever um it's like just no (laughs) desire (laughs) I'm concerned I'm hella concerned. Why are y'all concerned? Because you were like chuckling, smiling, but I don't the words that were coming out weren't funny. I feel, I feel bad. I know no, I don't feel bad match. because I mean, I it didn't I, match. Yeah, well, yeah. So, <laughs> like, I just have like no desire to, uh, I don't know, express my love. I don't know. Not to, I mean, like, like romantically mm-hmm. i mean i'm sure that your heart, heart chakra can feel some type of way you know it doesn't only have to be rom- to like romantic situations yeah that's but true. for me i feel like it's closed off to that okay how about you uh, my heart chakra probably been uh blocked non-existent not even there 
probably for all of my 20s probably up until 2020 no just you know my love life has just been not it don't exist it didn't exist it or they're just full of dysfunction Mm -hmm. so i just feel like it ain't never been right it's been under construction for a long time yeah but until i started going to therapy then I think that opened it up. Opened it up a little you bit. You mm-hmm. Hanging with my love bug over there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I definitely know. Mm, mine is kind of, mine is closed off in a sense that it's just very detached. Mm-hmm. So. I've been there. It's just like, mm, I'm here. I'm I just spent, hanging out. Mm-hmm. 2019 being underwhelmed. Yeah. Just very underwhelmed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So like my, my, like Jenny said, it's not just about romantic love. So like my love for me like Mm. it's growing and like i can feel that shift but Mm -hmm. for like other people it's like eh, no yeah um so different things you should know about your heart chakra a it is at the center of your chest and it literally like near your heart Mm -hmm. um but it holds all of your love your compassion your self-love your kindness all of like those gooey uh love the world Mm -hmm. love the universe love yourself Mm -hmm. love people feelings that's where they live um like i said close to your heart but also your lungs are associated with your heart chakra and your overall circulation Hmm, i don't think i know that yeah so sometimes if you feel like eh, i don't know i don't know how you know your circulation's off that's like a tyra question (laughs) 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 as her eyes get big but I don't know. You might just feel like heavy and uh-huh. not like a lot of oxygen is like flowing through your yeah. body. Yeah, or, just feel you know. Mm-hmm. Um, so you Sounds can that familiar. can be a signal that, uh, that all the people heart- with the corona, <laughs> they heart chakras is <laughs> fucked up. It's not I even that lie. bad. I'm just, I'm just. Look, we're not going to use that into this episode. We're, we're, <laughs> we're not. not. Nothing's, nothing's wrong, guys. I nothing's just, wrong. No panic. You know, I, got like, I like the jokey joke. Oh, my gosh. So how to know if your heart chakra is, is blocked. So <clears throat> you might be dwelling on past relationships a lot. You might hold grudges um, uh, or have, like, commitment issues because of mm. those grudges. Mm. You probably have trust issues because you're holding on to past hurts and you're associating your past hurts with your current people. Mm. Um, You don't express emotions often. So, again, like that detachment um, or or you may overpour into people. Like um, you may try to show up in their lives a little bit more than you normally would. So sometimes a blockage makes you over act. Yeah, because you got to like overcompensate yeah, overcompensate for something or, that you're mm-hmm. feeling. Um, so sometimes it'll do like the opposite. Or you can be very defensive. You can push a lot of people away who are genuinely just trying to get to know you and be in your life and, you know, be a good transition, good transition person because those happen. Mm-hmm. Um, so... If you're having difficulties in those ways, you probably have a blocked heart chakra. Do any of those resonate with you? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <coughs> Multiple. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I understand. I was triggered as I was writing that down. So here's some things that can help you. They're definitely like, um, you have a question, Jenny? <laughs> well, I'll just wait because you may cover it. You may cover this. Okay. Um, there are definitely some ways that 
you can work on unblocking your heart chakra a you can start at the root so if you know that you already have like some feelings that i just listed or some dealing with some issues that i just listed you can try to um kind of attack those at the root and really go back and try to heal yourself from whatever those situations might have been or journal about those situations or talk to your therapist about them if you feel like it's really reoccurring um <clears throat> so you can try that you can try different heart chakra meditations you can literally google them because there are a lot i've been making my own recently hmm. um it's, it's a lot around like visualization literally visualizing your heart with other people because i realized that that was a lot of what my issue has been with my heart chakra it just lives in too many places that it wow. does not um deserve to be in mm -hmm. and so I did this meditation with myself where I was actually taking my heart back from these people and just visualize myself doing that with those individuals over and over again. So a lot of different things just depends on what, um, what your heart chakra needs. Yeah. Uh, even with like cutting people off, like you can literally visualize a string going from your heart to this person and literally cutting it during a meditation. Um, so that can be pretty powerful too. You know, so a lot of different uh, meditations you can try. Of course, uh, if you are into stones and crystals, there are specific ones for that. Um, they have like rose quartz, which I have and I carry with me all, all the time. That's specifically around openness and healing. Uh, jades and emeralds, those are around balance. So balancing your heart chakra. So you can look for like the pinkish ones and the green ones. No pun intended, uh, but therefore <laughs> your, therefore your heart chakra. Um, and if you're into oils, uh, you can check into rose, Melissa, lemon, eucalyptus, and jasmine. Mm, I love jasmine. I know, That's too. like one of my favorites to put in my oil diffuser. Yeah, mm -hmm. I've, I've been really into lemongrass recently. It's my jam. Mm. Um, but. All of those center around like emotional frequencies and then calming. So doing like a different mixture of those can help calm your energy down and really try to channel different emotions. So it could be good to diffuse some oil or burn like an incense that may have one of those scents um, while you're doing the meditation. Just be very intentional about uh, what it is that you want to channel for your heart. Hmm. So yeah, these are good. Yeah, I like them. So, I mean, is it <laughs> is it like unhealthy for you to have a blocked, well, I guess oh, any blocked chakra, yeah. but specifically like what are some of the, um, what's it called, like fizzy, like physical repercussions of keeping it blocked? Yeah, like the like physiology or physiological. I think it depends on which chakra you're talking about because all Heart. of them. <laughs> no i'm just playing but no like heart specifically because and i ask that because you know i feel like i've been i mean in the pain or the things that i've been experiencing could be from something else mm -hmm. but it's like well maybe some of the stuff i've been experiencing like in this area mm -hmm. could be because of that and it's like you know maybe it's just so strong I mean, mm -hmm. you know, these feelings are so strong. Like I hear, I've heard stories of people like not saying that I'm thinking about dying, but I've heard, I've heard story, 
stories of people dying from like a broken heart or yeah. dying like you know if, for sure if like some like, like somebody dies like and like yeah or, and it's just like can yeah. those things like if you have a blocks chakra specifically your heart can it actually get to that point so it's like if you know that you are you know experiencing that should you try to work towards um blocking it even if you don't necessarily want to be open for like you know romantic love right now and that's why it's probably blocked should you work towards unblocking it even if you don't i mean does am i making sense that does make sense i think that you have to remember that your chakras are yours yeah and so they are for you to feel free and feel yourself mm-hmm. um they aren't about other people so if you have a blocked heart chakra you are feeling that and that is presenting and manifesting itself in different ways so just because you heal that or unblock that doesn't mean that oh well now i'm ready for a relationship or anything oh, like that yeah um but i think that it can just have just, positive benefits to you just in general okay but you may attract something but you will be open for that yeah i don't after mm. You say that no. because your chakra's blocked. No, I'm, I'm saying like, like I know what you're saying. Like I wasn't asking like, well, once it's open, will it just attract? Right? I was just yeah, wondering like, but it can't for health purposes. Is it <laughs> like should yeah, you I like that, try to work towards? I think that just like being for, I guess just being healthy. I mean, you know, for I me, makes sense. I was having like a lot of t- chest tightness mm-hmm. and. I'm not a person that usually had a lot of anxiety and just feeling just overall anxious, but mm-hmm. very much so in that region. Yeah. Um, and I think it had a lot to do with that because mm-hmm. I was just hoarding a lot of feelings there. Okay. So, yeah. So, if you All have right, a, a, a blocked uh, heart chakra, you should probably try to work on that. And you can work on that in any of the ways we just chatted about. Take it one at a time, you know, but remember that it's for you. Now we're going to hear about how you can be you. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so we've arrived we need like a to camera. The, be it'll come. You. It'll come. We're going to have a camera in here. Um, you got to oh, see these faces. Oh my gosh, these faces are horrible. <laughs> So, um, what I, what I want us to kind of discuss, um, in this segment is like your experiences or your experience, excuse me, when it comes to like you growing into like the woman who you are, um, and kind of, you know, talking about like, what has that been like for you? Um, and how, like how some of the, some of the thoughts or your perception like growing up how is that like affected like you know who we are or how you view yourself as a woman or other women now so like first of all like how did you like learn like what it meant to be a woman I don't know if I still know Mm -hmm. same same thing I really don't I mean like I'm grown so like I don't got no choice Mm -hmm. but like I don't know if I really know like what that means mm-hmm. it's really because my idea of when i see certain women like one of our profiles mm-hmm. i always think of her mm-hmm. and i'll be like that that girl she the bomb she mm-hmm. a chemist uh-huh. she be cooking down she a good mama mm-hmm. she always looking bomb yeah i'll be looking homeless <laughs> i know <laughs> it don't got nothing or, to do with me. 
yeah. <laughs> I know it don't oh got nothing God. to do. It's about more so, so character. Yeah. But like, yeah. I, I don't know. Yeah, I definitely mm-hmm. see women who are like not that far from us in age, and mm-hmm. I'm just like, hey. something ain't right. Did I not hit puberty again? <laughs> <laughs> or like, <laughs> something's not, <laughs> something's not adding up. Oh, I don't think I'm gonna reach that. So I'm like forty. The math is not mathing. It's I don't not, understand. It's not. I don't get it. So I mean, so do you think that it's not necessarily something? It's like tall. Like, I don't know. Like, what do you think that you just, I mean, I'm sure like as you learn, grow, you try different things, you, you know, at some point will become this person that you, you know, want. But even at that point, I'm mm-hmm. sure that you'll still be striving to be, you know, even better. But it's like, I mean, how, how do you think one learns it? I mean, does it start when you're a child or do you just mm-hmm. experience things throughout life and you grow? Yeah, I think it just keeps getting uh, added to. Like, when I think about my childhood and women around me, all I can think about is, like, work. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. I just was around really hard-working women who went to work all day. When you, you came, were a child? Yeah, you okay. came home mm-hmm. and you cooked for your family and you did what you needed to do. And, like, that was it. Mm-hmm. Like, I didn't... So I, I guess I, I didn't know besides work. And so I was like, oh, well, I want to get a good job. So I'm going to go to college and maybe, you know, I won't have to work as hard, yeah. but, mm-hmm. but I'll, but I'll still work. So I had like that depiction in my mind. But I think as like, I've went through college in my twenties being around so many different sorority sisters at different stages of life. Like I definitely admire those who have been able to be wives and be moms and do things in the community and still manage to look good and I mm-hmm. never see them looking homeless looking and, <laughs> and you know it just seemed like they have their shit together mm-hmm. and people know them for having their shit mm-hmm. together and so like I've I think I've started to associate that with womanhood a lot yeah um and yeah I ain't there hmm <sighs> For me, I I mean, I kind of feel the same way like y'all feel. I feel like it's I'm going to always be trying to reach this person or woman that I want to be. But growing up, like, I don't think that, I don't know, I was never taught it. Um, I mean, I, most of my siblings are women. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that, you know, I kind of looked up to them for certain things, but I never really you know, knew what it meant or I never really saw, maybe I had like a few aunts who were kind of successful a Mm -hmm. little bit, but I didn't have a lot of people to kind of look up to, to know like how you should like be or, you know, how to carry yourself in that way. Mm -hmm. So I don't know. I mean, I just wonder if it's something that like, you know, as a mother, like do you feel like it's something like as a mother like a mother should teach or like if you ever have daughters like is that something that you'll like I don't know intentionally mm-hmm. like have conversations about not like sit mm-hmm. down it's like a class like okay this is how you be a woman but mm-hmm. I don't know do you think that that's those are conversations that you should have oh me as a mom that's what you're saying well or, like so just when you ha- like in, oh, yeah gotcha, in general gotcha. like if oh you, as a mom yeah gotcha. as a mom like if you have daughters like do you think that 
I don't know. Do you think that mother should be intentional about so. it? But yeah. I but I know that it looks different depending on your mother's experience. Mm-hmm. And, right. And how, because I know that she did, but it was based on the experiences mm-hmm. that she had. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And so um, there are definitely things that as I've, as I've experienced now that I will be more intentional to share and Mm -hmm. teach. Um, if I, if I end up having daughters, hell I'll teach Tristan about Mm -hmm. like, you know, how to, yeah. What to not do Mm -hmm. and and how to treat girls and women and stuff like that. But, um, but I think it starts there, but I think overall you just collect what you love about women as you go through right. the journey of life and you just add to it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. I think that I guess for me, womanhood is like your collective self outside of the sum of your roles. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Cause we do a lot of things and we're a lot of things to a lot of people. Right. Um, but we can't, just be that mm-hmm. we can't just be the wife and mm-hmm. the mom and the teacher and the aunt and mm-hmm. the matriarch of the family and mm-hmm. the bill payer and the cook and the whatever that cleans yeah we can't <laughs> be that right. and so my mom talked to me in terms of like survival mm-hmm. Same. like so yeah. for me it was about how to take care of myself being on my own mm-hmm. and some of them i'm like mom i already do this like mm-hmm. i already know you kind of late mm-hmm. but she did like especially when i graduated college mm-hmm. she was like yeah. okay like you know do this and this i'm like i'm already doing that stuff mm-hmm. and my mom was a single parent so i got a very close look at okay this is how i make shit happen right. for myself right um and I did take parts of, okay, parts from my grandmother, parts from my mom, but me and my mom's 20s looked totally different mm-hmm. because my mother was married with two kids at 23. Mm-hmm. And I remember, like, my mom's 30th birthday. Mm-hmm. I legit, because I was, like, eight. Wow. Yeah, I legit remember my mom's 30th birthday. That's crazy. And, yeah, so our adulthood looks totally different Mm -hmm. but um she definitely talked to me in terms of like surviving and making it on my own and then I've had lots of opportunities to be by myself Mm -hmm. and you know trying to as I'm learning about myself and loving about myself okay I'm never gonna be the heel wearing very prissy poised Mm -hmm. woman and that is okay and learning to be gentle with myself about that Mm -hmm. and accepting that that's what it is because it's all perception Mm -hmm. you know we have sorority sisters that joined our sorority after us and probably look at us like oh she's this woman right this this and this Mm -hmm. yeah as we do with women that are older than us Mm -hmm. so yeah it Mm -hmm. is definitely all perception Mm -hmm. and um it is something that is taught but it's weird how you learn uh, yeah 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 so like what conversations do you do y'all feel like you wish you would have had like outside of i know y'all talked about having like you know being talked about like survivor survival skills Mm -hmm. but it's like are there like conversations like you know as you now you know a grown woman wish that you would have had like growing up about like womanhood and like what that will look like or can look like for Mm -hmm. you I wish we had more body conversations yeah I was gonna say that Mm -hmm. like um if y'all don't follow black mom's blog it's a great blog um and Shanice is great. 
but um she just started having a period party like last year and it's this huge event where she has um like uh gynos come and just different women's health people come mm-hmm. and talk about cycles and talk about birth control and um sex and just a lot of different things that we just didn't talk about mm-hmm, like yeah. and the to me those are important things like yeah you, i'm gonna learn along the way but like you could have gave me like a heads up on some stuff yeah. or mm-hmm. I, I just think i was literally just thinking back last week to just different things that I remember not saying anything because I thought that either it was normal mm-hmm. or it wasn't normal and I did something mm-hmm. and I was going to be in trouble. So mm-hmm. then I didn't, you know, I didn't share yeah. Yeah. when it was really normal. It was yeah. just a woman thing and I just didn't know. And mm-hmm. so I really wish that we had more and better conversations about it, even as an adult. Mm-hmm. I know it makes her uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. So, um, I just feel like we know so much more when we know more about our bodies and can take care of ourselves mm-hmm. so much better if if we do. Yeah. Um, I think, I mean, I, times change so much. So now there's so much like self-worth talk. Mm-hmm. But like my mom, she taught me about, you know, menstrual cycles and stuff. She gave me a book and stuff because I got my period when I was 11. So I was mad. Yeah. So, and that is a lot to go. And even though she gave me like the book and everything, and I knew Mm -hmm. like what to do during the time of the month, but I don't, and I knew like, oh, this means that if I was to ever have sex, even though I was, of course, not thinking about that at 11, but that means I can get pregnant and stuff. But I don't think that I fully understood mm-hmm. my re- yeah. and that's a lot to, at nine yeah. how do you even fully explain that to a nine-year-old and i had probably had one or two cycles and she just didn't know mm-hmm. like i remember yeah. that i think i had one before and i kept hiding my panties because i thought yeah. i was dirty like yeah you know it's not yeah. real when right you get it the yeah. first time mm-hmm. and so yeah just stuff that it's like i didn't even know to come and tell you about it mm-hmm. but I, I mean to your point why would you think a nine-year-old would exactly yeah. yeah and so like how can we tailor information for them to understand such a complex mm-hmm. thing yeah. when even like being in school and actually really sitting down and learning how the body works mm-hmm. and birth control and all of that and i know all this stuff because it's interesting to me because i'm you know in the healthcare field yeah. mm-hmm. but people are so misinformed about what your body really does right what really happens yeah. and even what happens when you're on birth control yeah. like mm-hmm. yeah. like yes you may have a period but it's not a legit period mm-hmm. like just so much stuff that I wish, you know, that we had talked about that. And I mean, now I guess that I'm older and I'm more self-aware. I see more self-worth things. Mm-hmm. But I feel like I didn't get a lot of those talks. Mm-hmm. I've just been like blessed to be in an environment where it's okay for me to be myself. So mm-hmm. I was confident in that. But really digging down to like what my values are and my yeah. self-worth and stuff. I feel like I didn't have those conversations. And I don't know if it was just hard for my mom to talk about that because mm-hmm. if she was struggling with that too mm-hmm. yeah. or you know mm-hmm. but um i feel like there was some lack there mm-hmm. that i could have used and yeah. who you are you kind of brought this up too who you are outside of your role yeah mm-hmm. like we'd never had a lot of conversations about 
And I joke with them all the time about how they will never know what to get me for Christmas. Just mm-hmm. because they don't, don't know, know like what, yeah. what I really like yeah. and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Or just know me as a person in that way. Yeah. Um, but we never really talked about those things. It mm-hmm. was always, oh, well, you do this and you get these grades and you mm-hmm. do this and you work and da da da. Like it was just always about what Ooh, you did. did. But then, um, like, who you truly are yeah. at the core. And so, I think I yeah. I wandered around lost mm-hmm. for a lot longer than I probably should have. Mm-hmm. And I know I didn't like a lot of girls who were very confident in themselves. Mm-hmm. And now I think back on it, it's because they knew who they were. Yeah. yeah. And I didn't know who I was. Mm-hmm. So... Yeah, and it's hard yeah. to have that conversation if you're not self-aware because it's like, oh, you you're, don't you're know. yourself, whatever. Yeah. yeah, But, like, how do we even begin to tell people to figure out themselves and that what you may like or who you are may change with each mm-hmm. age group, you know? Right. Like, all these, yeah, and, and lucky for me, I purposefully tailor my life to spend my 20s, like, by myself. Mm-hmm. And people, I mean, that's not their life plan. There's nothing wrong with mm-hmm. that, but it's like, how do yeah. I find out myself yeah when i'm you know attached to all these different things or these different people yeah if i don't get a lot of time to be alone mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um damn i forgot the the first question that i asked y'all about um, conversation oh okay yeah. yeah i don't think so i had conversations growing up but it was more so like a what not to do and we mm. i was never really given like a um like the why like why not to do it it was mm-hmm. just like you can't mm-hmm. and you don't do this and so it's like okay well i know that i shouldn't be doing this but it only piqued my curiosity of why mm-hmm. i shouldn't and it was like like when it comes to like self-worth and when it comes to you know talking about sex and stuff like that like we were just like told like you know you couldn't be around boys you couldn't do this mm-hmm. but it's like well why not and i think mm-hmm. that if i was given like a reason why um it would have allowed me to understand why. And then I probably wouldn't have put myself in a lot of situations that I did. Yeah. And then just talking about self-worth, like I was never like, we never really talked about any of that. So for a long time, I mean, even now, you know, sometimes I do feel like I'm just kind of, you know, out here wandering and being lost. And a lot of the things that I have learned, it was me kind of just, seeing other people and like okay well i don't that's not i'm not like that you know mm-hmm. or i don't know that or you know and so it made me wonder why and then i start think you know start asking myself and um doing my own research on certain stuff so a lot of the stuff i know it was kind of just through experiencing and observing other people yeah um and then you know when i was around my older sisters you know we you know had conversations or certain conversations but i mean they're only a few years older than me and so you know we're i'm nine and 12 we're talking to you know talking about period stuff you know they don't really know anything either um so yeah for a long time it was just kind of just going through life not really knowing and kind of just figuring myself out Mm -hmm. so yeah but i do until recently i never really thought about how i never really spent time alone like i felt like I think it was like unintentional or like unconsciously me not really thinking about me not spending time alone to really know myself outside of everything. Mm-hmm. Um, but honestly, I don't think I ever really thought about that until like this year of like, like who, like who am I outside yeah. of everything that I, I do? Um, 
so I really think that it's important for you at some point in your life to take that time to figure it out I mean because it's like you know a lot of times like if you are dating somebody or connected to somebody or at least from my experience I feel like I've kind of taken on that role with this specific person Mm -hmm. and so when I'm with another person you know kind of shifting and changing based on what this person Mm -hmm. who this person is and what they're expecting or what they like and then at some point it's like you lose yourself in the midst of all this yeah um so really taking time to figure out those things it's a lot it's a lot it is it's a lot being a woman it is a lot because okay. i feel like we constantly have to advocate for ourselves all the time all the time just with different things like why do i have to constantly prove myself yeah everywhere or prove that i deserve these things mm-hmm. or prove that even down to like sexual desire you know if you too loud yeah. about it you know we've been called hoes right. yeah, yeah you too much but if you're not then but i'm how, how many women are not satisfied in their sex lives because yeah. they don't know how to be or they don't feel comfortable enough yeah because society don't let us yeah so i feel like it's a constant i gotta stick up for myself all the time all the time all the time i can't wear certain things so i don't need to get too much attention mm-hmm. and oh i can't i can't get started on that today <laughs> <laughs> but yeah I, I yes yeah and it's like we live in a world where it's like i mean i know that it is but it's like is it really truly possible to be who you want to be completely because of all the pressure and things that society puts on us I, I mean, do, I but I mean, I'm just, it was just, I don't I'm know. Gonna be me, but I mean, I, I mean, I, depending on, I guess it depends on like the situation, the situation which we've talked about yeah. before. I'll, I'll but filters on, right? I mean, yeah, mm-hmm. but, but for the most part, me. I've always yeah. been myself, and mm-hmm. I've gotten backlash from it, and I don't, and people still know I'm gonna do what I want to do. So. Yeah, and then people you know that are in their late 20s are figuring out oh i can do what i want and i'm like girl i've been here what you doing catch up i've been doing what i want and now you see no i wasn't i wasn't talking about aisha i'm just saying a lot of people in general because they don't feel comfortable and sometimes you just gotta go i've been a rebel all my life Mm, so i like you said when you because i remember trying to explore that and figure out who i was mm-hmm. and just different things like that and yeah i got labeled a lot yeah by my parents because they were just assuming because you know we didn't have any conversations right so, um but yeah yeah it was it's hard because then you see other women doing it and then it's like well why do they get to be mm-hmm. carefree right yeah mm-hmm. and and be who they want and people yeah. admire them for it but yeah. when we see other women like closer to us mm-hmm. trying to do the same thing mm-hmm. they're very misunderstood it's just like yeah. it's like once i feel like once someone or a society like creates this perception of somebody in their head of who they are mm-hmm. it's kind of hard for them to like undo that thought like when that person you know because i mean we're you know there's so many different layers to us so it's just like once you start peeling back those other layers it's like oh well that's not her like why is she you know mm-hmm. why is she acting like that why is she doing that mm-hmm. and it's like but how do you know that it's not me i mean you haven't seen all of me yeah right right so yeah but um just a few tips on how you can like grow into your womanhood and truly be who you want to be is to one identify 
um, who and what you want to be. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, identify who and what you want to be um, and how you view yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, because, I mean, you know, there's always there's always going to be somebody who thinks you this or thinks you not this. And so truly being confident in who you are and not necessarily changing because of somebody else's perception of you. Um, affirmations. One thing that I've grown to love are affirmations and truly like just it allows me to remind myself um of my own strength and some of the things that I possess um because I feel like growing through life sometimes it's hard um when you're not really sure who you want to be you're not really sure if you're capable of doing certain things so really just reminding yourself um who you are and what you're capable of um just become more well-rounded So whether that's like reading more, um, traveling, getting to experience things, allow yourself to like get to meet people, have certain conversations, um, you know, get your money right. How whatever it is that you need to do to feel more confident overall, do those things Um, and invest time into the things that are important to you. Um, And that's going to allow you to kind of have this identity of what you decided, not because of what somebody else or the pressure that somebody else is putting on you. Um, and then lastly, just set boundaries, um, throughout the different areas of your life. So where there's like personal relationships, family work, um, know what you're willing and not willing to do. Mm-hmm. So yeah, so hopefully those tips and, you know, having that conversation yeah. inspires and help other women. Cause I know there are a lot of other women that are probably out there and, you know, dealing with some of the same things that we are and struggling, kind of figuring out who they are. Yeah. Cause it's hard, especially like if you don't have somebody to talk to, yep. um, or you're not in some of the circles that we are in, it's like, you know, who, who do you identify yeah. as that go-to person or who do you go to, to have those conversations? Yep. So yeah, I like those. And it's something to reevaluate, you know, cause it changes. Yeah, it definitely does all the time. And you legit gotta ask yourself, okay, what does womanhood look like to me? Like, okay, girl. Sometimes I have to say, okay, girl, who are you today? (laughs) Who you being today? That's okay. We just figuring it out. Sometimes you gotta ask yourself. Gotta ask myself. So sounds a little schizophrenic, but (laughs) you tried it. I'm just saying, sounds a little. Multiple personalities. You know, it could be. She crazy. I got a friend call me crazy all the time. And I told him as long as he know. It's not what they call you. It's what you answer to. Ooh. <laughs> Triggered. Okay, so the speech <laughs> <That's> inspiration <laughs> that I'm leaving you all with is... And I forgot exactly where I saw this quote from, but it's something that really resonated with me and I just appreciated it a lot. Mm -hmm. Um, But it's not all storms come to disrupt your life. Some come to clear your path. Say that again. Not all storms come to disrupt your life. Some come to clear your path. Oh, clear it out. (laughs) Clear it out then. I'll like some incense while it's happening. I don't like that song. Mm, mm, mm. I think. Mm. Da, 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 rain. <laughs> 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 I 
Don't start now. Look, my phone that said, are you trying to report an error? <laughs> no. We just jamming over here, okay? Well, what a great episode, guys. Another episode. We got to talk with Kristen and get our HR lives together. And we got to figure out how to show up as our best selves at work unblock our heart chakras figure out what womanhood means to us we got to figure out what our superpowers would be every day it's been fun 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 ep hope y'all enjoy yes so always we love talking with you all hit us up at shenanigans underscore pod on twitter and instagram remember that we are just a this is just a portion of what we do at the strength of she and you can follow us on twitter and instagram at strength of she let them know and go to our website strengthofshe.com and shop our shop shop our shop free. shop.strengthofshe.com <laughs> <laughs> and we got an instagram at shop of she <laughs> Where you can shop directly on that bitch. So, right. Click that yes, one. Yes. Get your stuff. Yes. Get your stuff. And we will see y'all and talk to y'all next time. Bye. Bye. Bye.